all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Take it. <laughs> never gonna give, never gonna give. One day. <laughs> and I'm never gonna give, never gonna give. That's cool, on. Shut up! <laughs> oh my Christ! This has got me 30 quid. This is the most expensive podcast ever recorded in our history. very special Milking Tits podcast, combining two of your favourite podcasts of all time, the Milking Podcast and the fabulous, totally insane, tape show. I'm David Davis. I'm Boo Lamont. And I'm Dino Peppers. Unbelievable. The powers that be have allowed us to be in the same room at the same time. It's like we don't even need you, Skype. Um, awesome to, to have Dave and Dean up in the Milking It studio, the Milking Tits studio, I should say, mm-hmm. for this very special one-of-a-kind crossover episode. Well, let's hope it's not more than one-of-a-kind. I say, we're never <laughs> invited back. Yes, yes. Uh, I presume it's one-of-a-kind because it's just not working out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, we're very pleased to be here all together today and uh, we're going to have a little um, special reboot shoot session and uh, we're just going to talk about some of the reboots and the originals of the reboots that are yet to come uh, under the uh, watchful gaze of myself, Mr. David Davis, uh, with our with today's wonderful host, Mr. Dino Peppers. So, um, all right. Yep, there you go. Dean, um, I know that you've been compiling your list of things to fling at myself and my comedy partner here, so um, yeah, why well, not get us started? Yeah, I actually just found a website of loads of films that are being remade. <laughs> you don't know. Well, list them off. Figured you're the entertainment here. Okay. <laughs> okay, 20 films you probably didn't know that are getting remade mm-hmm. and probably don't want to know about either. First one on the list... War games. This computer company is coming out with these amazing new games in a couple of months. And I want to play those games. Wow. What? We got something. He found the right code word to play the game. We're in. But it was the wrong computer. Shall we play a game? I didn't ask you that. How about mobile, thermal, nuclear? War. Time. All right. Your thoughts. Um, I think we've discussed this previously on an episode of the Milking Podcast, um, yep. when we were discussing kind of 80s films and stuff like that. War Games was Math- no, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Yep. Um, yes, uh, it's of a different era though, like the original was 80s, so you've got like that Cold War fear, and computers were just coming into their own, a lot of places didn't have uh, home computers. Now, with the advent of the internet and computers available to everyone, the story's definitely going to change. Because um, in War Games, it was he had this hacking ability that was... Uh, he, he played the game and it became real. Modern day kids are a lot smarter than that. They know it's real. So um, it's quite interesting, though, because it ties in with the idea of, like, like you said, the games weren't as advanced then, but now you've got these Call of Duties and Battlefields and things like that, where the gra- graphically, you, they are so good and so realistic. Films have been influenced by things like Call of Duty and that stuff. Boof, you can look at video games are slowly becoming 
interactive movies and the more the graphics are going to become realistic. Yeah. So, you know, it's... I think it's, it has potential to be quite interesting, especially with the way modern games are, with the graphics and with the, you know, kind of online play and everything. It's a more feasible uh, premise for a movie than it would be in the 80s. This is something I was going to bring up in a future podcast about games, because you guys play games quite a bit. I've been known and you to have the, play games. I'm not too big on the new ones, you know. We've mentioned no, that in ones. Hey, you're into retro, and retro is cool. We were talking Crazy Taxi the other day, and there is still one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah, we're going to make some crazy money. <laughs> yeah, but the new ones are more interactive, and they're like more of a story running throughout. Will games eventually replace movies? No, because um, there's there's difference between a passive experience and an interactive experience. Mm. There are certain things that I would hate to be a part of, and there are certain things that I would love to be a part of. So... Um, but then they got the Metal Gear Solid series where it's there's a report like fifteen minute cut sequence. Fifteen minutes? Much. Yeah. You, you've got to be joking! I've been playing Metal Gear Solid games since since the nineties. Um, what it actually is is it's fifteen minutes of gameplay, two hours of cutscene. I'm not being sarcastic. Metal Gear Solid Four had seven or eight hours of cutscene in a game that took about fourteen hours to complete. So if you actually break that down, that's very little game. However, I still did it because I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, and I've no doubt that Metal Gear Five will continue that trend. I have played the new Metal Gear, uh, the demo-style beta, mm. you know, the one they actually released at £25. Yes, I'm very nice of them to do that. And it was really good. It was probably one of the best experiences I've had on the Xbox One so far. Mm. But you are right. In, I mean, but so many games are influenced by movies. Talking Metal Gear Solid, one of the movies is such a big influence on that particular series that one cannot exist without the other. If it wasn't for films like James Bond and Escape from New York, Hideo Kojima would never have made Metal Gear Solid or, or the Metal Gear series because that's what it's based on, hence Solid Snake. And, but um, I don't think it would take over. I think it's just a different form. I don't know if you remember, in the 80s there were those Don Bluth games like Dragon's Lair where, it was a, where yeah. you would just press a button when it flashed to change the outcome of that particular scene. So I think we've already surpassed the movies and games thing and now we are having just these two separate entities which are um, fantastic on their own. I would always, <clears throat> always, I would always uh, like to keep my games and movies separate. I don't think I would want to um, to sit. Something like GTA takes what about thirty hours to complete. I would never sit and watch a thirty-hour movie, even if it was broken down into pieces. It, there has to be that interactive element to make me interested for that long. Whereas movies, two two hours, three hours. But then, you, but then you would sit down and watch. Like a box set of a series, like something like Twenty Four. My attention span that is horrific. Oh, I do everything. <laughs> that's why I'm more into my episodic things because yeah. I can watch three episodes of something and then get bored. Um, and it's about the length of a film, you're right? But it's a different. That's three different stories within that time, which I shouldn't really admit on a movie. So I do a movie podcast. I don't know. Shouldn't have said that. It's a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what else is in the reboot? Yeah, but would you watch room? that? A remake of War Games, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, 100%. Yeah, mm, cool. I, I'd like to see what they do with it, mm. so I, I, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's apparently being updated by Horrible Bosses, the King of Kong director Seth Gordon. Well, if it's being directed by the man that made King of Kong, it's in perfectly good hands. It's one of the greatest documentaries ever made. Billy fucking Mitchell, <laughs> villain, fucking heel. <laughs> okay, the next one, Poltergeist. Um, I love that movie. Um, I think one of the best things about Poltergeist is it had those cheesy effects. Uh, so I don't know whether... Um, I mean, this is, a, this is a, bone, a bone of contention for me for a lot of movies that they're rebooting. Because I love... 
In fact, we mentioned this on uh, the Milky podcast recording yesterday, is they've just unveiled the Star Wars Episode Seven, one of the first creatures they're using, and it's made with a practical effect. Mm. So there's a lot of practical effects in uh, the Poltergeist movie. Reboot, I guarantee it's all CGI and digital. Mm. So um, I don't think I'd be as interested to see a Poltergeist remake. It would be like an Exorcist remake. It's very hard to do to remake a movie like that. Um, especially since Poltergeist used to scare the shit out of me when I was little. That fucking clown. Oh. I, I will add that to my David pile of films I've not seen. Mother! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Pulitzer Prize winning screenwriter David Lindsay Abair who did Rabbit Hole. He's writing the new version, so it might be highbrow. I, I haven't seen a rabbit. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't see that one then. Um, I has to watch the original. He would watch. Dave needs to watch the original. Oh, I, I, and I would want. I would want to see a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the arches. <laughs> what shit? Morrissey's going to be on the arches. Now you're interested. <laughs> he doesn't agree with those farmers culling their cows. Meat is murder. That's why he's going on there. Oh my god. Next. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Okay, commando. Commando! Shame! <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew this was going to lead to Boomy's magical world of voices. Shame! <laughs> to Turbo Man Fighting the Freddy Mercury! Um, <laughs> this, was, this was set in Cardiff, right? Right, Dave, have you seen Commando? No. Of course you fucking haven't. <laughs> so happy to be here. Right, it really does. Modern day action hero styles do not have the appeal that the ones it previously had. I would what? take an Arnie or a Slice Alone over a Channel Tatum or a Rock. Oh, what, Dwayne? Yeah, you're right. He's okay, I'll nip in there and say who's going to be playing Arnold Schwarzenegger's role in this one. It's going to be Sam Worthington. Oh, the, the look, what, the little wheelchair kid from Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he only played the head in that role. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still on there, like that planet with the blue thing? How the hell is yeah, he going to... Yeah, for four more fucking movies. <laughs> How is he going to get back in time to do Commando? Which means it's a fucking story. Um, no, I would well, that's not... that's the rumour at the moment. Right, I don't, I'd know. Uh, that's a no for me. Um, the, uh, with these remake Arnie films, let's go... Uh, Total Recall, the remake was... Absolutely abominable. Um, we're still awaiting Twins 2, not Twins 3, I remember. <laughs> Triplets with Eddie Murphy. But actually, that's been cancelled uh, since. Good, good. There you go. Um, no, I, I, I don't think I'd be up for a Commander Room. Because that is such a thing of the 80s, those films are really, really 80s, so I don't think that would transfer well. It's like my fear for the Mad Max film next year. Uh, Mad Max had such a gritty 80s feel for me, the, the whole series, it, even Thunderdome. Who runs Barter Town, David? No idea, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it. Even the dog hates me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Tina Turner. <laughs> we don't need another hero. We don't... Yes, thank you. <laughs> God, this is a fucking travesty. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a no from me. Uh, Even if it's a gritty real world remake. Of what? Commando? Yeah. Is it, is it Commando set in the real world anyway? Yeah. And plus, you cannot use, you cannot, David, you just, you haven't seen it, sorry, but the line, mm-hmm. remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied! Comes from Commando. No, I, no, it won't work. Um, it, I think it could work. How the fuck would you know? <laughs> 
didn't see the original. Because Sam Worthington's a good actor. That I'm, I don't know what it's about, but I'm guessing it's about a guy's a, a guy's daughter gets kidnapped, so right. he goes on a hell bent rampage to get him back. Oh, betrayed, betrayed by his own government. <laughs> Betrayed by his own government. They took his daughter. Now he wants them back. What did this one man army fucking rage? <laughs> I'd watch that. Sold. Yes, count me in. Miss Alleyman, I promised to kill you last. That's what made you. You did. I lied. Okay, next on the list Overboard. Oh, now you're talking. Are you, wait, 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 wait. Is Overboard the really rapey one with Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell? Yes, yes, the really he, rapey one. It, that is fucking rapey. <laughs> Um, I was having a conversation about this particular movie with... Uh, with a police with, officer <laughs> trying to justify some actions. With, um, with uh, Scottish women wrestling star Viper, because she said it's one of her favourites, and I said it has such rapey overtones, and she didn't like the fact that I said that. Basically, it's about a man who finds a woman who gets knocked out, and he, he persu- uh, persuades her that he's married to her, and like that's her, that, that he's... Like his her husband, and yeah, it's really rapey. And in any other film, it would be looked at as a, he's tricked an unconscious woman into fucking him. Which was the eighties, though. Yes. That kind of thing's acceptable. Yes. A lot was acceptable in the eighties, apparently. Well, Paris. Um, <laughs> no, um, Overboard, a romantic comedy. The romantic comedies that have come since kill it. Um, Fifty first dates, things like that. I think with this, you could get away with it now if you flipped the roles. I so it's okay for all Yeah, I know. I, I genuinely think an audience nowadays would be more accepting of a, oh, 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 look what they've done. She's pretending and he's convinced and then they actually fall in love with you and it's all cute. You know what? I was made to see a film a few years ago called The Proposal, which I thought was going to be dreadful and I actually quite enjoyed it. So maybe Dave's right on this one. I'm, I'm going to go with the D on this one, actually. I think I will give a chance to Overboard. Even... Although, who's it starring? Yeah, actually. Jennifer Lopez. No, 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 20th Century Fox would like to introduce you to Pee-wee and his pals. Big and already, mother. Tommy, Mickey, Tim. What's going tonight, right? I don't know. And the biggest man on campus. Why do they call you me? Because it's so big? Okay, next up is Porky's. Oh. How can you possibly do that this day and age? I'd watch that. The bit where the woman grabs the kids, jump through the hole in the wall. Fucking hilarious. That shower scene. You know why they call her lassie, don't you? <laughs> That is a great movie. Great memories. Great memories. Jew boy! <laughs> Would it work today, though? Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, it, it's just... It, to be honest, Porky's um, was just a vintage uh, American Pie, wasn't it? American Pie and those kind of films. Road Trip, all of those spun off. Lemon, Pops, uh, Lemon Popsicle was Lemon the first. Lemon Popsicle, then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, bawdy sex comedies off of the 80s. Yes. <laughs> Have a banana. Apparently um, it's going to be called Howard Stern's Porky's. Oh, okay. I, mean, I like Howard Stern. Stern. Howard Stern's Private Parts is a fucking underrated movie. Yes, it's a really good movie. Even if it does have that Nicole Bass. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Nicole Bass. Yeah, she. Uh, she Nicole Bass has probably forgotten about she, Nicole Bass. Didn't Bass she claim Triple H to stick a thumb on? Still being miscensored. Allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. Fucking lawyers. 
Uh, yeah, we just like to say this. <laughs> this milky tits podcast is sponsored by our legal team. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to apologise to Julia Roberts for. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd watch it. It'd probably work, but I'm probably the wrong age. Then it's just yeah, American think, Pie, really, isn't it? I think basically is going to be American Pie for the next generation. Uh, even American Pie, I was a little bit too old by the time it came out. I was a big fan of Porky, um, and uh, still probably am. I think if I watched that today, I'd still enjoy it as much as I did previously. Did you know there was a Porky's too? I did know there was a Porky's yes. too, yes. It was uh, not quite as good. But no, it wasn't. It kind of continued, it was like the next day. I, I, I really, I did enjoy Porky's movie. And I'll be, uh, not to get disgusting, but it was titillation for like a 15 year old boo, like 14, 15 year old boo. Loads of tits in it. It was definitely um, wank worthy at the time. I think I watched it from, it was like a friend's older brother had got it on VHS, and I remember just like sneaking it out of his room and trying to watch it, and me being a little bit like, oh my, hello. But no, it was, uh, yeah, it was funny enough. Uh, but I don't know, yeah, like I said, I, I think I'm the wrong age now to be watching that. Yeah, yeah we'll be that seems a bit weird, sat at the back <laughs> yeah. of the cinema with that one. There are children who can see a hidden world whose imagination opens their eyes. This isn't actually an old film, it's uh, from 2007, this is The Orphanage. I haven't seen it, it's a horror film, is it, is it produced by Guillermo del Toro? Presented by Guillermo yeah, del Toro. It's, it's very good. Or produced, or executive produced. Okay. Uh, he's we, actually coming wait, back wait, to... Wait, 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 are you telling me you've seen a film <laughs> I haven't? Yes. This is a fucking yes. Come on, right, stand aside. Um, yeah, it's, a really, it's really, really decent horror, but, and, but I'd argue that it's, uh, it's not something they need to remake, because the horror in it comes from... Stuff that you don't need remade. Yeah. Original producer Guillermo del Toro is apparently coming back and has written the script for it. Why is he making the same film twice? Don't in English. Don't you like money? Well, we fuck off. He should be doing like Pan's Labyrinth or Chronos first. Pan's Labyrinth. No, that Pan's Labyrinth wouldn't work as an American reboot, would it? Yeah, but if you're going to reboot anything. Make it something. But this is, make it I can see why they do it because work. a lot of people would be. It's a, it's a generic horror film. It's very scary. Uh, especially if you like me, don't watch much horror. And there are a lot of people, unfortunately, that are still put off by anything that carries subtitles. Mm. So I can see why they'll do it because it, it made a hell of a lot of money for them the first time around. So they'll only continue to make more. And he's probably a, an even better known director now. So he does have name value. Apart you, from Pacific Rim. yeah, I was going to say you didn't enjoy Pacific Rim as much as I did, did you? No, no, I, I was expecting very different film. I love that film. I, I really, it was just stupid monster movie. It was just monsters fighting, and I like Ron Perlman and Kurgan was in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would have actually watched this one if Guillermo del Toro is back on board with it. Mm. But then Big Bang Fury's Kaylee Cuoco is rumored to star in it. I've wanted to fuck that woman since. Uh, I don't know whether I should really mention this, but when she was in Eight Simple, when she was in Eight Simple World, I was going through some issues when Eight Simple Rules had started up. I think I'd just been uh, left by my long-term girlfriend, and the only thing that kept me going was um, the thought of, of banging Amy um, Coco. It never happened. She, I mean, she tried a couple of times, but you know, at that point, I'd, uh, I'd lost interest. <laughs> I would give her my Big Bang Theory. There you go. Oh. I would offer her my eight simple pools of spunk. Um, 
Okay, listen, Katie Kuko's done nothing major outside of TV work, so I'd be interested to see her in a film role. However, I don't think this is the one I would be no. waiting to see her in. I would much rather see her in, in a comedy, because Orkies, that is, for example. Because she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, yeah. 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 why'd you call him Drop Dead Fred? Because that's his name, Daddy. Like many small children, Lizzie had an imaginary playmate. Drop Dead Fred is going to teach me how to cook today. Someone she could talk to. Sugar? Yeah. <gasps> Someone she could share with. Oh, Grandma Bun! Someone who would never let her down. No more Drop Dead Fred! Period! Now Lizzie is all grown up. To us. And when her perfect life fell apart. Charles, I lost my money, my car, my husband. She didn't get mad. Drop dead Fred. She got... Drop dead Fred. This has been discussed for so long. Um, <laughs> and it was originally meant to be Russell Brand, wasn't it? It was ne- No, the story that was published in the newspapers was that it was going to be Russell Brand. Russell Brand has never had a discussion with any anyone about actually playing this role. It, he had a conversation on his, his podcast about it where he said the, the problem was he mentioned it in a joke on a previous podcast that they were just naming off the top of their heads like things that, you know, roles that he would be good at, basically any spin that you anchor. So that one came up. It's one of his favourite films. But yeah, he's always flatly denied he'd, he'd get involved. So who in our current climate could play Fred? Hello? Apart from my erstwhile comedy partner, Mr. David Davis, or my hetero man crush, Mr. Bill Hader, because... Um, <laughs> uh, you don't need that bill. You're too good for that bill. Don't, don't, don't. Take that the original was a classic, though. But no, no, but seriously, who's the newest? I mean, Zach, Galif- Zach Galifianakis? Uh, he's a little bit loony. But who's like an out and out crazy man? I mean, <laughs> Steve Sherman, that'd just be fucking terrifying. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, you know, oh, where's my imaginary friend? And then Steve Buscemi's just behind you. Hello. <laughs> I'd watch that. Um. Do you have any casting on your? On your no, it just says Russell Brand rumored, but then that is, all that, these films are rumored. Of course, really. everything's rumored. The Bula Mark yeah. story is rumored <laughs> mm, by you, <laughs> by Disney. And, and I still tell you, I failed the audition for the to, to, to get the role of me. Just you were pitching it to anyone at a bus stop or listen. <laughs> Make my <money. laughs> Drop their Fred though. Uh, mm, I don't think it needs to re- remake it. I think it's. Fine. I think it does. Well, it's one of those films they could do better. Well, Carrie, Carrie, was Carrie Fish is working again, so she might be available to re, you know take up the role again. Phoebe's Cates, Phoebe Cates from Gremlins Two. I know she was in the obviously she played the, the the girl in the original. The only bit I really enjoyed in the original was the bit where he goes to the psychiatric hospital and all the other um, imaginary friends are there. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. That, I like the concept of the fact that the imaginary friends exist and that like they are actually something else. And you saw the other one. However, past that, I have no interest in the movie whatsoever. I would really. It's funny that what what is vital is who would be playing Drop Dead Fred. That's the most vital element because ten ten years ago it would have been someone like Tom Green. I, I, don't, I can't oh, think God. of him. Well, that would have been shit. Dreadful. <laughs> um, I really can't think of any current people that would be good for that role. So no, I don't think I'd be interested unless I could see who they've got, got him. You mentioned Carrie Fisher. She was in the original of this next one, Soap Dish. I don't know this movie. I don't know either. No idea. Next! Okay. 
Sorry. Milking it or tits fans, please um, write in and let us know what we're missing. <laughs> write in. <laughs> Email us. At, put it on yeah, the, at the yeah. box. London. Answers on the back of a postcard. Remember, you could get a boot Peter badge. That's milkingitpodcast.com or uh, Totally Insane Tape Show at Twitter, which is at whatever. Tits Podcast. There you go. At Tits Podcast. Totally Insane Tape Show at gmail.com. There you go, look at that. Also, where you can send all the sponsorship deals we're not getting. Cobwebs. <laughs> Following is brought to you by 8o'clockcomics.com, the home of really mature comic books. Oh, hi, Tommy. What's up? Everybody betrayed me. I fed up with this world. I'm sorry to hear that, mate. What happened? You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Oh, shit, man. She was so sexy in that red dress as well. Well, never mind. Come and give your old pal Booty a big hug. Don't touch me, motherfucker. Okay, sorry. Um, well, I, I know what will cheer you up. How about I tell you all about 8 o'clock comics? <laughs> Good thinking. 8 O'Clock Comics are the makers of fine comic goods. They sell commissions for art, t-shirts, original prints, and of course it's home to the Devil Dolls. <laughs> so, what do you say? We grab some cocktails, get a little bit pissed, and go to 8oClockComics.com and buy some crazily cool shit. I'm tired, I'm wasted, I love you, darling. Oh man, I love you too. Better get some food in you first then. You think about everything. <laughs> I know I do. Let's go eat, huh? I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. Uh... 8o'clockcomics.com They draw stuff. Alright people, this is your mate Stell, host of the great football podcast known as Shoot the Defence. Join me, John, Andy, Mike, Stuffy... And whoever else can be bothered to appear every Thursday night at 10.30pm. Mixler.com forward slash shoot the defence. We're informative, opinionated, sometimes controversial, and have one or two face palm moments. I have a dream. <laughs> Mr. Malcolm We're on iTunes, Stitcher. Ah, and we have our own website, shootthedefence.com. Shoot the defence. Play on. Okay, next one I'm hoping you've both seen. Honey, I Shrank the Kids. Of course, yes, I've seen of course, I've seen it's classic. Don't yeah, but I know that Rick Moranis will never come out of retirement just for something like that, so I don't... They know. Fuck you. Although, you said about like special effects and stuff, which they could probably do a lot more with that now than they did, obviously, with the, with the original. Oh, absolutely. But even that, you know, back to what we were saying about practical effects, that was like, um, one of the first giant Cheerios, isn't it? Cool. Like an episode of Funhouse. Um... <laughs> But no, um, no, I, I don't think I'd be interested in that at all. It's not something, and I don't think it's something that the kids of today are clamouring to watch. Like, yeah, hey, you remember that Rick Moranis movie? They're gonna do another one. Like, <laughs> no, it, it, it's was it of its time? Yes, most most yeah. definitely, most definitely. And plus, mm. they just kind of got blue. Uh, I think it was one of the first blue screen films, wasn't it? As well, but they use um, <clears throat> they use practical and digital effects, but like mm. very like, early digital effects. It, basically, again, it all hinges on the fact that it's Rick Moranis and that was who I was a fan of, so I think, take that away and I'm not interested in the movie. Okay, next one is House Party. 
Kid and Play's house party. Yes. Make love now. The house party's at the fun house. <laughs> yeah, I've seen every fucking uh, house party film. Who would... But, ah, oh, no, they've already done a new house party film. It came out last year because I'm <clears throat> still... I, I like to know what Kid and Play are up to these days. And, uh, <laughs> Don't we all? They actually produced this movie. They were in it. Um, but it was like an all-new cast, obviously. Um, it, no, because this is of the era. That is 90s hip-hop. That's Queen Latifah. That's Kid and Play. That's Kumo D. That's all of the original hip-hop artists from the 90s. And, I mean, they can't get a Christmas. Martin Lawrence, like, you know, it, that, for me, um, is a definitely an of-the-era movie. Modern hip-hop. Fucking hell, house party now. The house, the house party would end with a drive-by uh, in this new, um, <laughs> in this new one. Whereas you know, it, it's not the same. I, I, I don't see that working. Hmm. Okay, apparently it's gonna be made by Brett Ratner. When do I know that name? <sighs> X Men Lost Stand. Oh fuck you! No, <laughs> I quite like X Men Lost Stand. Yeah, but yeah, but you're the only one. <laughs> I've also never seen House Party, so that's why I'm remaining quiet on this. No, I quite enjoyed it. I, I watched it recently. Nice. It's it's just pure 80s hip-hop cheese. Do you like seeing a, a, a light-skinned and a black-skinned guy doing a leggy dance? Because if you do that, <laughs> you're going to... I'm a big fan of that video, as you know, yeah. That I'll, is, uh, I'll check that out. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you trying to find out what Brett Batten's done? Yeah, I want to know what else he's made. <laughs> we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking director, yeah? Smoking movies. Yeah. Beverly Hills got four he's doing next year. Uh, the new Hercules movie with Dwayne Johnson. Movie 43, which was the biggest pile of fucking shit cunt wank I've ever seen in my life. Fucking hell. That's made me angry. Fuck you! <laughs> Rush Hour 3? Oh, this guy needs to die. <laughs> was Rush Hour 3 the slightly racist one? They were all slightly racist. Oh, God. I mean, as in, that was like set in France or something. Alright, he made money talks with Chris Typer and Charlie Sheen, right? Why don't you just end your career there, Ram? <laughs> Fuck me. No. Next! Watch the people clap hands in unity as the momentum swings from you to me. You issued the challenge. Yeah, you threw it up. Step to the stage. Too late. I blew it up. The bill just filled with excellence. You heard the rhymes. You've been petrol ever since. There's no missing the words that I laid out. You didn't play. You just got played out. Never any story. I put this in the category of you're going to have to stop paying some music rights if you keep singing every 10 seconds. The <laughs> I would put this in the category of films that are of a time and was possibly one of the most boring kids' movies of all time. Oh, it certainly mind. wasn't The Labyrinth. The tree you on. Oh, tree you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'd leave well alone and say write something else. They ruined it anyway because like Never a New Story three had Jack Black as like a uh, like a villain in it, and once you've done that, you can't go back. Um, the Never Ending Story's been going on for years. There's been there's <laughs> been there's God just fucking end. I disagree with my erstwhile partner in, in crime here because the Never Ending Story. It's based on a children's book, and it's one of these things that keeps getting remade as TV shows. There's been animated shows, and of course, the American movies. The American movies, um, it depends what way they're going to go with the actual source material, because the Never Ending Story is a real kids' book. And um, if they, it was fairly serious, the 80s one, um, and a little bit scary in parts as well. 
And, yeah. I, and well, you don't get many kids' films like that, say, so I would like to see a return to tradition in terms of never ending story. I'm not going to rush to watch it because um, I mean, people frown at the, the big adults sitting in the cinema with kids' films. <laughs> however, plastic bag over your lap. Uh, however, <laughs> however, um, it probably will be shit, but I'd be interested to see what they do with it. It would be like if they remade Labyrinth. They would never, never get as good as the original was. Never. However, I would want to see what they did with it. Next up, Labyrinth. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they will never, ever... I'm joking. Get <laughs> Actually, I'd be up for a Labyrinth right <laughs> Next up is Cliffhanger. Oh, oh starring really? the wonderful John Lithgow, as um, mentioned last week on the Milky yes. Podcast. Um, and Stallone's place will be taken by Taylor Lautner. No, then... <laughs> Taylor Lautner from the Twilight. Is that, am I right? Yeah, the werewolf. Is the werewolf guy, isn't he, with the nice abs? Yeah. I mean, uh, with the yeah. abs, David. I don't speak their minds. I didn't do them for you. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. Just because he doesn't have any emotion or acting range, I don't see why that would hamper a film at all. I mean, yeah, to be fair, he is taking over Stallone. And um, Stallone's <laughs> most favourite quote, famous quote in the movie is. <laughs> So, thank well, you. that's the list of voices. I am the law. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 especially if they replace the villain, because fuck that, John Lithgow. For what? But however, do you remember the end of Cliffhanger? Did you see Cliffhanger? Yes, I've seen it. Okay, do you remember the end? No, I don't. He, John Lithgow falls in slow motion and goes through the blades of a helicopter. Oh, is God, that right? Yes, is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. I think so. Or, or What's that right? last boy scout? You're right, that is Last Boy Scout. The helicopter... I've you... seen... I've seen a... <laughs> I'm misremembering films now. Last Boy Scout? Now, that was a great movie. Yeah. That, was a, that was a die-hard name in everything but name. A die-hard movie in everything but Leap name, Weapon. wasn't it? Yeah. Huh? It was actually a Leap Weapon film. It was going to be a Leap Weapon film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. White partner, white partner. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah. Same thing with Die Hard 3. I'm getting too off this shit. <laughs> um. yeah. Well, Cliffhanger is one of those, it's not a sort of legendary film. Mm. Remake would be fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you get it. Next one, legendary, Police Academy. <gasps> I, I have heard, you know what? Don't stop me now. There are many, many reasons why they should not be this remake. Um, do you know, when they made Mission to Moscow, it lost so much money that it fucking killed the franchise. And bit. we will kick many, many <laughs> buttskies. <laughs> um, You've stumbled I, upon one of my favourite films. There you go. There you go. Um, I love the Police Academy series. Um, I was very fortunate enough to see Michael Winslow live on stage a couple of years back. The Man of a Thousand Voices. And it, it was incredible. Is that where you got your, your gimmick from? Uh, I do Dusty Road, and uh, here's me doing a black voice, and uh, here's me... <laughs> the man of a thousand faces, but sadly one voice, Boulamont. <laughs> if you will. Um, I would, again, I would need to see the lineup. you got to remember that in the 80s you had people... Is that a police gag? High five. Um, yeah, I would need to see the lineup because, I mean, you had Gutenberg... Um, Legends. Legends. Bobcat Goldthwait. Ah, what was his name? Officer Hightower. Uh, yes, um, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who actually has a workout tape from the 80s, you might not believe. 
No, but lift the size of him. I couldn't yeah, yeah. quite. On his diet, actually, a couple of years ago. Um, oh, wait to bring the show down, do you? We do. Just want to open the show with uh, a big bucket of wind. Or, uh, <laughs> big, big bucket of wind. Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. Thank That's you. Thing, yes. And like, it's really weird. That, sorry, this 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 um, workout tape. It's like we're going to get fit. We're going to get healthy. I love you, and let's get started. Like it's the way he breaks over. I love you. I like that. Check I mean, that on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but in terms of a remake, it's an ensemble piece, so you, you, you yeah. need quite a, a, a. Oh, look, it's Russell Brand as a police officer in America. <laughs> Dinkle Trousers Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> the man of a thousand voices. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's in the room, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, I'd be for that. If they could get a good ensemble together, I think it'd be... I'd like there to be an international ensemble, because actually this is something that they can do. They've had other, um, other comedians from other countries. I reckon if you get a couple of Brits in there, mm. a couple of Yanks... <laughs> couple of Krauts. A couple of Krauts. <laughs> a couple of the old <laughs> 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 I see no reason why not. Colours of all kinds. Um, just get them in the Police Academy movies. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon that it could work. The problem is, though... Like, um, not that crime's got more violent, but, like... Well, it has. It, you know it has. So I was like, use your voice to stop him. Uh, no, he's just knifing me in the throat. <laughs> as long as it includes the scene when they end up in the, um, the gay bar. The blue oyster bar. <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> if only Proctor. If only you could see the dance that Lewis going to do. Um, I never before someone done that when I haven't had to pay for it. <laughs> but remember. In order to get to it, you've got to go through it. I love you and welcome to Until It Hurts. Which brings us swiftly <laughs> on to the next one. Strip tease. Video drive. Ooh. Oh, long live the new flesh. Mm. Excellent. Um, again, it's down on the effects because it was practical effects um, in the original video drone. Quite sexual as well. Uh, they got. Uh, I don't know who they'd get... Um, the character that Debbie Harry played. Um, James Woods is a number and a very good actor, in my opinion. I think he was really good in that. Um, but yeah, what a salaciously sexual movie! I don't know whether uh, movies aren't that sexual anymore. I don't. I don't like. There's not that level of eroticism in a lot of movies that I see these days. Um, You're watching the wrong films. I know, I know. Nymphomania, can I refuse that? Hotswell, too. I've heard it. Do you actually see him? Quite still. You see him? You see him at the old Dinkle? Oh, and then. Yes, yes. This isn't translating to radio, but I made a dick sign and then a vagina sign, then a little bit of boobage. But yeah, no, I haven't seen. Is that Lars von Trier? Yes, it's von Trier, and it's. The man that made um, someone ejaculate blood in... We've all done that, dear. <laughs> yeah, but ten times a day is a successive day. It's just dust. <laughs> <laughs> a little flag bang. <laughs> Joker masturbation. Uh, yes, I'd recommend you watch it, though. It's worth a watch. You get a chance. What, the... the, the yeah, main, yeah, yeah. It's Jason Gordon-Levitt. Is that right? No, no, you're thinking, thinking of oh, uh, that thing. Shia LaBeouf. 
Here's Charlotte to me, yeah. Oh, there you go. What, oh. we, what film were you talking about again? <laughs> Video drone, which will apparently be written by Ethan Kruger. A Freddy's, yeah. Fred, Freddy's brother. <laughs> brother <yes. laughs> Equally How horrifying. Can you type with those things? <laughs> it's a glove, baby. Can take it off. Equally horrifying. He, he wrote Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Good punch in the face. Is what he <laughs> How do you write to that coordinate? <laughs> Surely you squat over a bit of paper. <laughs> Just with a pen in your bong piece. <laughs> Just gyrating your hips. <laughs> you were talking about practical special effects. <laughs> okay. Transform into solids. <laughs> oh. <That's> an- <laughs> what film were we talking about? Video drone. Video drone. Oh, I thought we'd moved on. No. No. We've been here a week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you It's an interesting story, from what I remember. It's been a long time since I watched the original, but um, it's something that we could still translate to now. Yeah. And let's say, special effects have been much improved. Um, not too sure of the script, as we've said, because it's that particular guy, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think I'd be willing to give a couple of trailers a go. I'm not, a, obviously, the Transformers movies were terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind a bit of brainless action, but I think when they take a, an intellectual property like Transformers that is something that I've loved for years um, and kind of molest it in front of my very eyes, and there's nothing I can do to stop them. But um, no, I'd, <coughs> I, would, I think I'd give it a couple of trailers worth before rejecting it completely. Hmm. Next up, Flight and Navigator. Didn't, again, something, did we discuss this... We might have mentioned this briefly. Because uh, it's, a, it's an interesting story and um, it's actually a film very dear to me because, ah, I remember we did mention it because I said it was the last time that Sarah Jessica Parker was attractive and then we worked out she was about 15. <laughs> uh, when yes, she was we did the room. math. And, uh, and then I felt, I felt all you tree. Um, boo tree. Uh, Flight the Navigator is a really interesting story. It's about a kid mm. that goes forward in the future like, but stays the same age. Um, there's loads of interesting facets about it. I think it would translate well into modern day. And I think the effects, I don't know if you guys remember the movie, but the yep. effects of the actual spaceship were, it was almost like a T-1000 effect of the silk, like shimmery silk. It was, uh, it was like that because it was industrial light and magic. We did that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and it was a few years pre, uh, you know, a few years before Terminator. I think it'd be really interesting to see a remake of this film. And, um, with the digital effects they've got nowadays, they could even make Sarah Sparkle look attractive. Hey, there we go, kids. Industrial light and magic. No, I would, I would see a Flight of the Navigator re- uh, remake. That is one that I would stick firmly in my reboot sheet. This one's actually quite depressing, since over there, um, uh, maybe even casting Justin Bieber in this one. Oh, I love a bit of Beeves. Yeah. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. They are not. No, listen. No. The rage in your face. No, you fucking listen, right? <laughs> They're only saying Justin Bieber to wind people up. It's like the same shit. Do you remember when he yeah, held up a picture saying, like, Batman and Robin, like, uh, Batman and Robin? Fuck off. <laughs> Little shit skid he is fucking. So if Bieber's not in it, who's in it? And would it work? I'd say Alex Winter. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> there's the whole thing of it's going to be Bill and Ted's free. No, but they've been well. talking about... Oh, it's, it he's going to be a direct follow-up. But, they, but they, they said it's going to, this one says it's going to be a reboot. But then I've heard no, Bill and Ted's but, free. Because do you remember Alex Winter was saying, like, I've got Keanu on board? We were talking about this on another podcast, Dave. For fuck's sake, get with it. No, um, 
they were saying that it's pretty much done. It's a done deal. The script is finished. So fuck a reboot, especially fuck a reboot with just. No, you know that that kind of thing ends up being like, oh, it's their kids, and they go on the same crazy adventure. And it's like they end up playing the dads, and then you get. Justin Bieber is allowed to be in the film if it opens with the fucking phone box taking him to the la- magical land of dinosaurs and he gets raped by a raptor. Arsehole torn asunder with those claws and then just fist, 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 fist. <laughs> a Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. But again, also, there'd be no, um, no Rufus. Because, yes, of course, George Carlin is no longer with us. I would give that a skip. Then that's a that's a miss for me, I'm afraid. Being excellent to each other and party on, dudes! The next one's the Wild Bunch. Blank faces all round. We'll move to the next one. The Wild Bunch. (laughs) I think I'm thinking James Dean. I thought it was Brando or Yeah, 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 actually, that sounds more... No, none of the films from that era would would, would even come close to working in Not even with Justin Bieber? Unless he was getting... <laughs> face fucked! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just... No, I, I, if, it, if that is a film from like, the 1950s, I don't know. That would be like trying to remake um, West Side Story and putting it into modern day. Your modern day street gang, they wouldn't see me pull out knives and guns and instead of like, watch this move, I can do <laughs> What you mean, like... No, go on, I was going to make a comparison then. Because it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? But then Baz Luhrmann did the modern day Romeo and Juliet. But that was so decent. No, but that was decent. It kept the original script and... The original <laughs> script. You know, that, that Willie, Willie, <laughs> Willie Shakespeare, Shakespeare wrote in, like, the 70s, yeah? <laughs> the 60s, of his movie. Nah! You know, you Billy. Old Billy, Billy Shakespeare. Old Billy Shakespeare. Yeah. Billiam. <laughs> no, fuck... Um, if, no, I, 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 fuck Shakespeare. Fuck Shakespeare. <laughs> no, do not fuck Shakespeare. I only want to see him if he's being gang-raped by Justin Bieber and a load of raptors. <laughs> <laughs> fuck English literature. Fuck it up his arse. <laughs> Or not? Ah! <laughs> Is this a dagger I see before me? Well, I'd better use it to fucking stab that raptor that's coming up behind me. Be gone. Be gone. That's a note into Wild Bunch, which we all watched. Yes, there. absolutely. So that was the one. Okay, I'll, I'll read the description of this one. Okay. Adam Sandler has been circling. No! <laughs> has been circling around a remake of his 80s comedies but with an added twist he would cast Chris Rock David Spade and Rob Schneider no David Spade Rob Schneider and David Spade this sounds brilliant could you just punch me in the fucking mouth please? <laughs> as three gay men hello who are forced to, with a baby what so it'd be three face men with a baby, three sorry. men and a baby yeah three oh, men and a baby wow but they're gay Ooh. and it's wow. Chris Rock David Spade and Rob Schneider so this is three men and a baby or the wild one this is three minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't the world a bunch of westerns? <laughs> no, I'm going to bum you. Would you watch The Wild Bunch if Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider in it as gay men? I wouldn't gay watch. Cowboys. I wouldn't watch a film. Cowboys. <laughs> I wouldn't watch a film. What? Right. Sorry, just to go off on a tangent. Talking gay oh, cowboys. Sorry, why yeah, stop now? Talking gay cowboys. Are you aware of the character Rawhide from the Marvel Universe film? No. No. He was their attempt at making a PC gay character, and he was a. A countless chap. No, it wasn't that. It was the way that he'd say, like, oh, if you think that's good, just wait till you see my other pistol, honey. And they thought that was progressive 
a progressive gay character. It's quite good. And he got cancelled after about three issues because <laughs> there were people complaining saying, is that honestly your attempt at a progressive gay character? Um, so these progressive gay characters, Chris Rock, David Spade, and Rob Schneider. So is it basically broke back bollocks? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with cowboys. You're the one who mentioned. <laughs> I know, cowboys. I know. Uh, listen, no, no, sorry. What were, so this is a remake of Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> yeah. Three gay guys, David Spade, Rob Schneider. Yeah. No, listen. That is that is like box office poison. Water. Rob Schneider is a gay man. David Spade is a gay man. Directed and written by Adam Sandler. Oh, oh god, the baby's got out. What do I do? Yeah, that's with, fucking. With Justin Bieber as the baby, being raped by a gay man. <laughs> I I just watch it. <laughs> So wait, the three gay men live in a, in, in a flat together, yeah? Yeah. yeah well, do. you know, you, hello. Hello. Um, I, I, I have no idea what, what gay men get up to alone in a, in a flat. Um, no, but why do they have to be gay? I don't get, why would you change the story that much? Um, yeah, why would you change the story that much? It doesn't make any sense. do 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 Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. You can do it! I hate to leave you, but I really must say Good night, sweetheart, good night You can do it! Well, it's three o'clock in the morning You can do it! Baby, I just can't treat you right You can do it! Well, I hate to leave you, baby I don't mean maybe. You can do it. Because I love you so. You can do it! Oh, yes, we can. And yes, we will. Okay, the harder they come. The harder they fall, one and all. Well, with who, though? Who would be in the movie? Like, like, times have changed. There, Who is the new Jamaican star that will, that will star in that? Are you saying there are no more black actors, though? Is that what you're trying to suggest? No, no, David. It's so racist. No, no, that is racist. <laughs> we all know that the black actors in Hollywood are Samuel L. Jackson and the other one. Larry Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one. Um, I'm... I, do you know what? The only... I'm going to sound bad to fans of the movie, but the only good thing I found about The Harder They Come is the soundtrack. soundtrack. Hey, look at that. It's like we almost do... Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't think that the, I think the the, the, the soundtrack is um, iconic and essential to the movie, and I just don't think that there's going to be as good a soundtrack or character-wise. Uh, and can I can I make a can I make an educated guess? Will you tell us anymore? He's going to star Snoop Lion uh, in the lead, <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. Way up! Um, <laughs> written by Adam Sandler <laughs> and starring David Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's an amalgamation of David Spade and Rob Schneider. It's like the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> Featuring Carrot Top and uh, the guy that used to save a weasel. I was say, wasn't David Schneider a British? Yeah, stand-up? David Schneider's actually funny. He's the guy that uh, he works on the thick of it, and Alan Partridge. Yes, he's yeah, yeah, looking guy who's very, very. He'd be great in it. He's also yeah. hilarious on Twitter. Yes, he's a very funny man. So, David Schneider, you, you, you are we're not... Sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. You are not an amalgamation of David Spade and Rob Schneider. You are a man. You are a man of your own account. Of you will star you are in The Harder They Come. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? You know, white Jewish looking... And you are, sir, you are with his gun. Jewish the Harder They Come, the Harder They Fall, one and all, 
certainly no black dynamite. Dynamite! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the last one on this list. Thank God. Thank <laughs> <laughs> the Lord. Got through. Uh, sorry, we're still there. <laughs> okay, I've actually seen this one. is probably going into production next year. Um, it. Do you know what? I actually was speaking to a friend of uh, one or two of the shows, the Amazon Aisha A, about this the other day, because I posted a picture of, that they had announced that it has returned to New Line. Mm. Um, because that, the, the house that Freddie built. Uh, New Line Horrors are fantastic. I love New Line as a company, and also they're very involved with... Um, they were, isn't that what Kevin Smith was really doing? Stuff? New Line or... Yeah. No, I think New Line was only like June and Girl. And no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the less spoken about those, the better. Um, I actually did have a conversation with somebody about this. It's going to be great. Um, the, the the lady uh, said that um, she doesn't think clowns are as scary in this modern day. There's so much more for us to be afraid of than clowns. Um, and I think maybe the, the the killer clown has had his day. But I think if they make this killer clown just really fucking vicious then I think it could work. Because Tim Curry is a fantastic actor, and, and he did bring a very creepy essence to the role, but he wasn't out now. I wasn't scared of Pennywise. So I think, um, I, I, whatever happens, no matter what I say, I will definitely see the remake of it. Like, regardless, um, because I love the original, I've rewatched it recently, mm-hmm. all three and a half fucking hours of it. Um, and I really enjoyed it, so I'd, I'd definitely be up for it. And it, sorry to preempt one, but they're also remaking Stand, which is my other favourite Stephen King. Um, and I still have like the six-hour film TV movie of that. I would definitely be up for seeing a decent film version of the Stand. In fact, anything Stephen King, um, I, I've enjoyed. So not a lot I haven't. I, even the Langoliers was good. If you remember that one, was that the Tiny Team Monsters? I'll just add that to my list. <laughs> just, just, it's too late. I'll wiki it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those that needs to be shortened, I think. Hmm. It was just far too long as a film. I think it was the original TV movie, wasn't it? It was a TV movie. Yeah, which, which is just it's... way too long. But again, that's the ending was saying... really bad as well. That's where the effects come in, they're improved. I think, better. from what I remember reading this week as well about it, is that there isn't there two things that are in development? Of the same story. Yeah, there's Gerald's game. There, there's a few different. Uh, they've announced like three different Stephen King movies this week. Mm. I can't remember all of them. I think one of them like Gerald's game. The, the, the thing is, as much as I like Stephen King, I'm, I'm not a big reader anymore. If it's not like graphic novels and comic books and autobiographies, sadly, that is where my interest lies with reading. Um, so everything for me seen comes from the screen. So all of my knowledge, even Maximum Overdrive, which he actually directed himself in a coke fueled couple of months. Um, uh, uh, just to let our lawyers know that he has admitted this many times so um, you know I'm a big fan of Stephen King so anything that they do pump out I'm really looking forward to it. and plus uh, if you guys have ever seen is it The Mist yeah. um, with the creatures I love is the premise Frank Darabont yeah the ending shit a drink did it involve raptors and Justin Bieber uh, no but it did break my emotions um, no you had the gentleman killing his son and the people in the car because they didn't think he was going to make it he gets out the car to kill himself starts crying and the military turn up to save everybody Just spoiler like, alert <laughs> cross that one up on the and there's rides and all sorts of surprises down here and balloons too all colours do they float? oh yes they float, Georgie. They float. And when you're down here with me, 
Okay, that's the end of the list. Uh, you guys enjoyed yourself? It's been delightful. Thank you for having me. Um, this is alright, yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot about Boo's psyche <laughs> and what it's like to be in a room with him whilst recording a podcast. Do you want to do it again? Okay, well, oh, you don't mean the show, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right, begin again. <laughs> right, we, number one. Oh, by the way, when are we going to start recording? <laughs> oh, shit, Dave. <laughs> Okay, whether the films are, are going to be remade or not, I don't know. It's just the list I found on shortlist.com. So you can go there and complain if they're not going to be remade and we're just talking bollocks. This has been the Milking Tits podcast. Shall we just plug a load of shit like the Milking It podcast, available every week on iTunes, Stitcher, um, and everywhere else that decent podcasts are found. And also, don't forget the Totally Insane Tape Show, which is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course on SoundCloud. And David, I believe you have a new series that's just started. I did, I did. Yes, uh, Banned by the Corporation, which is also available on uh, iTunes, and I normally stick it up on SoundCloud as well now, so give that a little listen if you wouldn't mind. It's already entertaining, by the way, Dave. It was um, loving Banned by the Corporation. It's a really good show, highly recommended for anyone that's interested in musical naughties. Oh, what a beauty! <laughs> and with oh, that, dear. it's been the Milking It. Oh. <laughs> it's been the Milking It podcast. It has not. It's been the Milking Tits podcast <laughs> with Dino Bevers, Boulamont, and David Davis. Thank you very much, everybody. Fuck you. Good night. And remember, if you see Dustin Bieber, lend him a rat. <laughs>